Welcome to Paulas, a podcast about real life experiences from the mouths of legit working class people. Hiya! Hey up! I'm Selena. And I'm um, just a couple of Paulasses doing a podcast. Hiya! Um, this week's episode is, I guess, about like race, immigration, and class, and how that all kind of ties in together. We've got two guests, that's two. <laughs> we've got uh, Melissa. Hello. <laughs> and we've got Kirby. Please. Yeah. Um, yeah, where should we start? Should we start about how you identify your race and your class together? Do you want to ask that? Because I know when I, we did the Paul Ass class issue, which is the last one, I wrote this thing where I was like, I just always assumed as a kid that all like black people were poor. Which is probably bad because mm. that's assuming they are, and then but then you meet like middle class people of colour, and I'm just like, what? Which yeah. who? <laughs> <You know? laughs> no, even, even to this day, like hello, it's Kirby. Kirby speaking. Um, <laughs> even to this day, like I've got this group chat, and even within our group chat, we're all children of immigrants, and it's like the class differences are just so funny. Like, but now obviously we can laugh about it and stuff. Yeah. Where I went to school, it was all pretty much working class. Really, like, I went to a Catholic school as well, so everyone was Irish or Italian <laughs> or African or a couple of Asian people as well. So it's like, regardless of race, there was a lot of, like, immigrants and children of immigrants. Mm. And we were mostly broke. Like, everyone yeah. was, no, no matter what. So it's like, obviously there's differences between, um, you know, groups still. But um, what, what was I talking about? <laughs> it was just me saying that, like, and then I think as I got older, I was like, oh, there yeah, are some everyone, yeah, exactly. people who are not white, but yeah. also not working class. How does that work? Which yeah. is stupid. But no, but that, that was my point. So I was saying, like, where I was growing up, it wasn't, I didn't, I was, it wasn't until I got to uni when I was like, rah, white people are rich. Like, <laughs> <laughs> you know, like, I was just like, what? So, um, yeah. Yeah, yeah. So yeah, everyone's poor is my is my yeah. um, conclusion to this. <laughs> yeah, I, I don't know that many people of colour who are... You come from a small town, Melissa. Oh yeah, Where? so I was brought up in a very... I was so brought up in London, but I was brought up, brought up in a small town in the East Midlands. And how many people of colour are in your town? There was my family, <laughs> and another family, <laughs> and... I think there were four families. Uh, yeah, so, yeah, if you can name all the families. 6,000 people, like, I could name them. Yeah. yeah, then that's probably yeah. why. And so in the, uh, my secondary school, yeah, it was me and my sisters, and then a couple of, uh, yeah, of other kids. Yeah. So it was very, very, like, white. But it was working class. Well, no, it was a mix, but the town I grew up in is, is very working class, yeah. Yeah, I suppose it's just a case of whenever, where you grow up, if everyone's the same then you you you, you move away or you go something like whoa it's all these other people yeah so there was i don't know we were sort of tokens i suppose so it didn't feel like we weren't a threat to anyone <laughs> like i think possibly there's areas where that people might feel like yeah the immigrants are the threat but it just felt like we were accepted but there were microaggressions and people would be like oh your hair oh, always touch your hair and <laughs> stuff like that that is everywhere <laughs> Yeah, yeah. Actually from a wasn't, it wasn't when I grew up in London, it wasn't <laughs> like that. Thank, Thank you very much. much. In the big smoke. In the big smoke, everyone was fine, everyone's hair. Because like, they all have the same hair. <laughs> yeah. Like, oh no, but like even like, we're always, like even like, the white girls were like, gang, they get it. They were just like, yeah, cool. Like you can come in to school with different hairstyle every week and everyone was, but it wasn't until I was like in the working world, like, how's your hair growing but like I grew up in school like having it really it was just normal yeah because I think yeah it was like that in my school because my school was probably like 60% white maybe like 30% wait hold on I need to make sure I have this at 20% you got got 40% left oh maybe like 20% black and then 20% Asian okay that's a nice mix mix, but yeah and they're all girls so yeah yeah all girls school not Catholic though <laughs> um, do, do your parents identify as working class? Um, I don't know. I think, yeah, we were saying, oh, we were saying earlier. Yeah, we were saying earlier. <laughs> um, off, off, 
uh, off microphone. But um, <laughs> so in well, my mum's from Venezuela, and in Venezuela, her family were would be would have been considered to be like middle class. Yeah. But then here, and as soon as she moved here as an immigrant or whatever, he's starting at the bottom. Um, and my dad's he's from he's from Saint Lucia. He came here as a th- when he was three, and he would definitely identify as working class. Yeah. I think my mum would here as well. Well, yeah, but then obviously. If she went back home, they'd be like, oh no. I don't even think my mum would un- even get the term. She's one of those who mm. says, oh, you know, we're all the same. And like, <laughs> yeah. she, 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 so she does say poor and rich. Yeah. And she's always like, oh, yeah, freaking fat cats and stuff like that. But, but it's she just like wouldn't a necessarily, gap. yeah. So she's like, I don't know how she'd identify herself. Probably working class. Yeah, I d- I'm not sure because, yeah, same, my, my um, family from Ghana and. My mum definitely sort of grew up middle class standards in Ghana, moved here when me and my sister were little, so I, I'm an immigrant. I, I too am an immigrant. <laughs> um, and worked really hard, worked all her life, like single mum, worked a million jobs, lots of shitty jobs as well to sort of provide what she could, was on benefits, that sort of stuff. And she probably cuss me for even saying that in public yeah. do you know what I mean yeah. oh my god yeah do you know what I mean yeah. there's yeah. a lot of this is why like I see a lot of sometimes for example I see on Twitter a lot of people a lot of like sort of media white girls are always like oh yeah I was at the job centre today and it's like I I would not say that and it's not like there's any shame attached to it I very openly talk about going to job centre and getting benefits and stuff like that with amongst friends but I think there's just a lot of like poverty tourism to an extent yeah. for some people on social media it's like that's not it's not novel to me it's not interesting to me it's just a fact of life that that happens yeah it's not it's not anything it's, to, oh, yeah, yeah exactly yeah. yeah exactly it's just like it's there it's available to you do it if you want and you yeah, know you're not gonna shout about it exactly <laughs> but um spoons up. exactly <laughs> yeah and they're always going on like yeah but it's like shut up just have your beer and shut up cool like, exactly <laughs> But um, yeah, I don't think my my mum probably wouldn't or but like even when we were broke or whatever, she'd still buy all our school uniforms from Marks and Spencers and like just stuff like that. Exactly. <laughs> just like so stuff weird. like that. Yeah. Is I think with a lot of African immigrants, like I can only obviously speak for African immigrants because that's where my family come from. There is this whole sort of like you don't want people to think you're poor. Yeah, which, which is which is why when I went to Scotland last year, <laughs> I did write about this in the Zoom class as well. I ended up buying a really expensive bottle of whiskey because of this kind of sense of like I'm the only white person in this like. You're the only white person. Whoa! Oh my god! I need, to, I need to come out. I'm She's, been out She's been exposed. She's been exposed. She's done a donut out. Yeah. I'm, 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 what does she call it? I'm trans... Transracial. Transracial. I'm transracial. I too, trans immigrant. I'm suddenly taking a foot of difference. Please cut all of this out, Please cut all of this out. I can't believe we're eight minutes into something and we've already got a Rachel Dawson all in there. They're going to be like, Paul Aston didn't even get any people of colour on there. They got this potato person. I'm black, just so everyone knows. Potato they're just doing it. They're just doing it because it's cool. <laughs> I heard everybody like, you know, identifying as not white. Oh god, yeah. Okay. It's funny. We bought an expensive bottle of whiskey. <laughs> <laughs> really to in the top highest point of the yeah, store. just to kind of prove. I don't. It's this this kind of pride, and I. This goes hand in hand with a class thing, and I suppose a race thing as well. Just this kind of. Well, I'm not gonna. I'm coming in. I'm, I'm wearing all my best clothes, mm. and I don't want anyone to know. Or get an idea about me, yeah. you know, being poor or whatever. Well, my family the opposite. Like my auntie, she like will buy school shoes that are four sizes too big. You'll go into them because they're already tight. But yeah, do you know what? Right, for me okay. as well, now that I live in Manchester and like grow up in London, it's there's also a northern thing. Like the class divide between north. That's a whole other podcast. Yeah, it is. Like, <laughs> the north and south divide is just so much more different. Like. I don't know how to articulate this without sounding really fucking stupid, but like, I feel like working class people in the North really lean into it, you know? 
They really lean into the working classness. I don't know if it's because there's like think like if you put it in terms of soaps, yeah, right? yeah. EastEnders. Mm. I guess they're working class, aren't they? Yeah, even though they can all afford these in London. And yeah, yeah, supposedly. Exactly. Um, but I think the majority of them are. But you don't really say where like Coronation Street. It is like oh, way up um, in the knicker factory. <laughs> Do you know what I mean? Like it's very different. Is it because it's I don't know. I'm coming from a Manchester perspective, being like. The industrial revolution and all that. More of a sense of community. But then, for like, me, Corey doesn't yeah. seem working class to me, though. Does it now? No. They do have a knicker factory. They do have a... Well, I know... <laughs> I, really, I, 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 I don't know what I'm No, but I... No, no, but I... Cause, I suppose, Jackie's have pigeons. <laughs> <laughs> because I suppose, like, coming from London... Yeah. They all, in my head, they've all got really nice terrace houses. Oh, I suppose... Yeah, do you know what I mean? Oh, right. You'd be living like... And, like, they go to the pub and, like, oh, but that, like... To me, like... But I suppose Kenosha is quite idyllic, because obviously... Yeah, exactly. Terrorist, like, it's not Top Boy, is it? It's like... Oh. <laughs> and like... <laughs> top Boy, Corrie, yeah, crossover. No, they do live in flats, are they? Yeah, no one lives in a town block on Corrie. That's why. That's why I thought the North was like this lovely, idyllic terrace to house knicker factories and everything. <laughs> and lovely but pads. I suppose it's like... It, it's old, isn't it? Mm. It comes from... I mean, realistically, mm. EastEnders isn't exactly yeah, a documentary either, that. so... <laughs> what do you mean? That's what everybody comes <laughs> like, quite central London and just not even work. Or maybe just, like... Self- no one has a washing machine either. Yeah, it's like, no one has a washing machine. <laughs> and everyone just, like, works in the same place, which yeah, is on the market. bad enough on Corrie, because I'm like, but, but that does happen. Most people who work out have to do Olivia. But then, <laughs> nobody in London works, like, across the road from their house, do they? No. Not no. to the extent where everybody no. works there. Anyway, I don't like, yeah, what was your point? So you're saying we lean into it. Up north. Yeah, you, up north, it. you, you, it's, 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 a. Uh, I think it's, um for working class people up north, it's a bigger, sort of, um, not personality trait but it's just like a it's like a status thing as well it's like a very I think, do you know what you mean I know what you mean this is funny because I'm from the north well, at least you're from you're from no, the middle I'm from and you're the from the south yeah but I think in south. south like I didn't really think about the whole working class thing until I was much much older like I yeah. didn't grow up thinking I'm working class blah, blah, blah. but if you think about all the northern celebrities that are famous from people like Johnny Vegas to Peter Kay to the Gallagher brothers even like Caroline and her they're all working class mm. and I think even like further up it maybe it's because like comedy northerners that are like way up with the best accents do you think so maybe that's like, why people lean into it because it's the only I don't know like oh they're the only famous that's people what, from yeah. here I think possibly speaking of someone who I mean I've, only, I've lived in Manchester for 15 years but you're from so, the middle but I'm from the middle <laughs> as middle. Middle. <laughs> the bridge <laughs> But do you think also because like during like Thatcherism, let's say, um, oh here we go. The, well, the north, <laughs> the, good the, shit. The, <laughs> north, <laughs> the north suffered more. I suppose. Oh, yeah. yeah. Hey, um, I got so... I got my milk taken away too. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, maybe. Well, I suppose yeah. Because and so maybe like... there's a kind of sen- more of a sense. You know, it's been like. Yeah, because identity. Like, being well, even the further north you get, because Manchester's not even that north. No, north like, like yeah, yeah, maybe. Uh oh. Maybe because the north were more affected by that, then it gave them more of a sense of pride. Yeah. So it is, like saying, it is an identity. Yeah. Yeah, it's more. Yeah, for me, um, growing up in London, being working class wasn't. Obviously, you know, I was poor, so, <laughs> but um, it wasn't an identity marker because most of the people around me were sort of in similar situations but to me being like child child of immigrants or being african being black and were more important markers to me so i didn't really sort of identify myself as working working class until i was much much older you know yeah because i think i did but everybody i knew around me was Mm -hmm. but i think maybe because it is just more of a an identity thing in the north that do you know what it is as well as in London it's 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 all a bit more mixed up too like it's not exactly as like yeah so like, so like even in school yeah. even in school like yeah there's a lot of working class people but then there were a lot of like rich kids as well like yeah. when I went to college it was and it's all like quite mixed up and it doesn't really matter in school but I know like a lot of certain areas it's yeah. a lot more sort of ghettoized yeah, in, you know in, in definitely in terms of me in school it was like that 
there was mm. like the, the only few people were the people that came from Oldham that were a bit further out mm. and their parents just sent them to my school because they couldn't get into the local grammar school and because <laughs> it was um, a girls school and they wanted them to go to a girls school mm. so that's yeah. kind of why mm. but majority yeah I think the way London South as well it's like you can literally have like a massive council estate go around the corner and you're in like like say Grenfell for example yeah. Grenfell is around the corner from Notting Hill yeah. do you know what I mean yeah. so it's like when they're like oh Simon Cowell's their neighbour yeah it's well like, not really yeah. <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah I think it was similar in my school although my town generally although there's like the posh bits about my town but then the, the town where the next town along village that was actually that's where the secondary school was and yeah it was it was it is a myth it was yeah because that's because is it because it because it, came everyone came from, from, wasn't, yeah unlike me there's like so many schools in mm. within a small radius so it just goes to the closest one yeah um what was i gonna say then oh i've forgotten mm, it was about oh so as you're a child of an immigrant, Melissa. I am yeah. a child of an immigrant, but you are an immigrant yourself. Do you ever get as people well as a child of an, of an immigrant. immigrant? But do you ever get people being like, "Oh, but no, oh, yeah, but you're not." Like people yeah, talking. Yeah, I. To be fair, that. like I even feel that myself sometimes. Yeah. It's like I've only I like moved here as like a baby. So I was like less than one. So this is all yeah. I've known, and it's um I do go back. To, I've been back to Ghana quite a bit, like especially the past few years, and um. It's cool and it's like great that I'm able to go there, but it's not it's, it's not home to me, yeah, you know. Yeah, it's it's not the same experience that I have if if it was somewhere like I grew up. You know, like yeah. London is home to me. Um, but so technically, I am second gen, but also yeah, I'm but not. Yeah. I'm like what? What is this? one point five gen. Yeah, I get people being like, "Oh, yeah, but you're different." Because like, obviously, you know. immigration now is like a big thing. Yeah. Are you are you second or third gen? Um, second. My dad came over when he was sixteen, but he hasn't actually been back to Jamaica at all. All wow. my other family are. He just right. doesn't. He's just lazy. Grandma <laughs> <laughs> goes back all the time and goes to like um, DC because she's got loads of family there. But my dad's just like. Whoa. See, but that as well. Like your dad came over here when he was like quite young still. Yeah. So it's like he has grown up here as well. So yeah. it's like technically you're second gen, but like also you're not because your dad has. He's yeah, it's, it's, you know, uh, and it's weird because it, whereas like my mom moved here when she was an adult. Yeah, because you know? like my grandma, even though she goes back all the time, she's obviously lived here for like ooh, fifty years. Yeah, so she's yes. the first gen, you know. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. yeah that's um, when does when does it stop? When are you accepted, or when do you accept that you are? Because I think my mum said um, this was a good few years ago. Someone was asking her, do you do you dream when you're dreaming or when you're thinking do you, do you think in Spanish or is it English mm. I think she's gone to the point now where it's English well, that's a good and that's point. interesting really weird. Yeah. she's been here since the uh, mid 70s early mid 70s yeah I don't know I think it, what I was thinking is that people they have this vision when they say immigration of what an immigrant looks like yeah. like people are like oh yeah but it was like my dad wasn't born here he hasn't well he's got a British passport now <laughs> don't deport him <laughs> yeah, well. it's been here for long enough now um, but yeah and it's, people forget that I don't know that you've come from somewhere do you yeah. know what my point is yeah I mean it's funny because I'm going to get Black Panther in here yeah. so watching Black Panther Wakanda uh, forever as <laughs> yeah as, <laughs> 20 minutes 20 minutes before Wakanda happened <laughs> Comparing it to how my brother-in-law, who's from Rwanda, but has been here since he was a teenager, how he reacted to it. It was so interesting because he was like, yeah, I mean, it's obviously all this sort of race and all that. It's really important in America. I, well, I know, the same. kind of obsessed, yeah. obsessed with it in a way. And we were like, yeah, but then we, both of us, and my sister and me, had just been ranting about how important it was for us to see it. Um, but for him, he said, yeah, it was really good, but... I don't, in terms of identity, he knows I'm from Rwanda, mm. that's that, I mean, he's got British passport as well, um, <laughs> I'm, from, I'm from Rwanda, 
that's my home and he's got a strong sense of that whereas if you're from the diaspora then it's not you're you're constantly like thinking about these these you know that's me watching black panther as well like obviously it's great but as someone who is african has been to africa and stuff it wasn't that exciting for me to be like to see all those things it was it was interesting how they blended all the like fun little elements and all the tribal stuff yeah. as well but then i was like watching it like yeah this is you've taken like a influence by a nigerian tribe and a kenyan tribe and this and like all of these things and yeah. i get the point of it obviously it was to represent african americans yeah. and yeah. stuff like that but as an actual african person i was just like cute oh, that's nice yeah, yeah and i think oh. that's what i reacted as well yeah because yeah. i think a lot of people have been like oh but I think for me it was just I got excited about seeing so many black people on the screen. Yeah, and, and in the so cinema, many, so many black young people. In the yeah, it was like dark skinned black. Yeah, people I was well. just like yeah. I'm at the youth club when we came out. <laughs> I was like I've never seen so many like black people in the cinema. <laughs> just like yeah. hanging out. But yeah, I suppose, and it is that danger now that everyone's just going to be like, you had that one thing. Show. Although there is going to be a sequel. There's going to be a sequel. Yeah. Um, but yeah, no, I know what you mean. It's like. And I hope people what kind of don't say. miss the point. It's just like, this is your perception of Africa. But yeah, you took everything. You stole. Although, yeah, I mean, like, did you see, I saw somebody tweeted the other day, said they were out at a restaurant and they were out with their family. And the waitress was like, oh, I love your accent. Where are you from? And they were like, Africa. And they're like, is it near Wakanda? <laughs> so, you know. Yeah. yeah, it is. Yeah, and they were yeah. just like, yeah. Oh, Africa, absolutely. you must know Snow Wakanda. You must know, uh, <laughs> you must know Black Panther, <laughs> King of T'Challa. Oh, yeah. It's my cousin. It's my cousin. My favourite meme has been that one way. It's just like, God, black people, Wakanda's not even real. And then they're like, oh, God, no, it's not real. <laughs> <laughs> it's like, no! It's like, yeah. <laughs> but yeah. Um, oh my god, people are idiots, aren't they? Sorry, I was thinking people, about. Yeah. Oh my god, is that new? No, 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 it's not new. <laughs> no. So, yeah, let's not let that happen. Actually, while we're talking about um, look at um, Black Panther, because I, I love talking about TV. What's, what's, what's the segue here? Segue. I'm going <laughs> in about. I always. I did write as well about in the last before last race issue about representation of black families on TV. So when I was growing up, I loved The Fresh Prince. Yeah. Even though it was so far removed from my family. <laughs> because, and then you're a bit like, they've got a black butler. What's <laughs> <laughs> it's, like, it's like, is that good? Is it like, oh, we're rich and we're black, but we've got a black butler. <laughs> um, but yeah, so I used to watch it because everybody did. But I loved Desmond's. Yeah. And I think oh, it's because so to good. me, because I lived in a tower block, I can't remember, I was... Um, I know they didn't live in the tower block, but my, my point is it was Peckham. And my other favourite programme I used to watch it with my mum when I was a kid was Only Fools and Arses. Mm. Yeah. In the tower block. Yeah. So I relate to that because they were in Peckham as well. Yeah. But <laughs> well, for me, Peckham's in South London. Growing up in North London, Peckham was forever away to me. I was yeah. Like, we, we don't go to Peckham. <laughs> in South London. But it was still, <laughs> so obviously, like yeah. <laughs> obviously, there was loads of. Um, similarities and it was just nice to see like the kind of people that I grew up with yeah and, and like... um literally grew up with so by the way <laughs> oh my god what is this so my primary school pork pie's daughter went to my primary <laughs> school <laughs> no! so he would come and pick her up from school oh time my god. Oh, and everyone would lose it and he'd come in his little hat and then I remember people would go pork pie and he'd be like yeah <laughs> <laughs> and then we'd have international because he used to be a calypso singer so yeah we'd have like international evenings yeah, in school this is the, one of the cutest things in my primary school so my my primary school was like really multicultural like yeah. literally like benetton of primary school like, <laughs> one of like everyone yeah exactly <laughs> and then we'd have international evenings and people would come in and like bring their native dishes and like do like local dance so like they're like traditional dances and stuff and then pork pie would come in and sing calypso oh my god You've got to tell your mum that. Yeah, <laughs> I'm just, I'm just waiting. My mind's just been blown. I know. But <laughs> well, yeah, like I think yeah, his daughter was in my sister's year, so that was cool. But that. Oh god, I was going to talk about Desmond's then, but yeah, yeah. I'm going to carry. It was a really good show. Yeah, and then, on obviously <laughs> as well, Keep favorite. <laughs> <laughs> Imagine is it? Yeah. Pork pie. Oh. Um, but then we had like the son Michael, didn't he? And he was like, well, that's that's yeah, but that's such a common story though. Yeah, like even within my like my there's so many different class levels and so yeah. many different education levels that that is such a common story for 
immigrant families because it's like you come over here expecting your kids to do better than you yeah mm. and they are and then does that change the fact that you're working class still like if your kid is successful yeah even like, like how does that my change family like i think only my dad is one of seven mm. i'm just gonna count hold on and then five were born in jamaica two over here and only one went to university, so that was my uncle Kevin, who I still think is really young, but he's actually not, because he looks really young. I was like, oh yeah, he's like 20, I know. <laughs> um, and yeah, and then one of my aunties is like a really successful businesswoman. I don't know what she does, but she goes to America a lot. Um, <laughs> and do you know what I mean? Like, yeah. And the whole point was that they saying they came over here to give them a better life, but and but yeah, and they'll all still go home to my grandma's, which is very much the same. Like, a house has been the same for years. She has all, like, the walls are just brimming with pictures of family. There's fake flowers and black Jesus everywhere. Yeah. <laughs> Obviously. Um, but yeah, so, like, even though they have, now their children have a very different life mm-hmm. and a different upbringing. Like, some of my cousins, I'd probably say, definitely are kind of more middle class now. Yeah. That's exactly what it is like with my dad. So my dad's got two brothers, and one of them who uh, is... Or what? Oh, well, he was a karate champion in the eighties. And um, so he's now he lives in Scotland now, and he's got um, yeah, he's kid, like one of the kids I think, or two of them are doctors now, or trained to be doctors and whatever. So they're seen as like the success, like side of. They don't even. I don't even. They don't even really speak to us. We're the scummy, scummy, scummy side. Yeah, honestly, I think that's how he sees us. But it's like, but then yeah, when. My nan was still live well, so we'd go back to my nan's house. Yeah. Um, when we were all kids, and yeah, we'd all be crowding around in the little living room, and like, yeah. Yeah. And, and they'd all regress. Like, back kind of, to you that kind of all come from a, the same place in a sense, but then. Yeah. It's yeah. Well, boy, boy done good, in. as my dad would say. Boy done good. But I suppose that mm. can be attached yeah. to anyone with class. But I don't. I feel like race does play a bit more of a part yeah it's an extra yeah do you not think like as the children of immigrants there's more pressure to sort of elevate your social status though do you not think i think because like you being mixed race do you find that there's a big difference between both sides of your family yeah well because i think because i've grown up with my mum who's white so i've never lived with my dad Mm. and my dad's kind of like is that the loser? <laughs> wow. Like, oh, no, but wow. That, they're all they're such a lovely family, but my dad's the one that, you know, has had several kids to different women and lies and cheats, whereas the rest of them haven't. So he's like the, oh, he's fucked up again. He's that one of the family. Um, but That's I know, me and my family. <laughs> yes. Your dad sounds like a cool guy. <laughs> so I think Let's be friends. My brother's the next generation of my dad. Um, but yeah, because I know that my auntie who is successful and both her kids have gone to uni and um, and they, they grew up in London. And so they're very, I feel like they've been kind of pushed to like carry on. Not her legacy, but like, she's like, well, I've worked mm-hmm. this hard. Not because, mm-hmm. not I've not worked this hard as you should. It's like, I've worked this hard and I want you to do great things and like you get even higher in society. Whereas mum... So you didn't get that pressure because no. your dad's a waste man. <laughs> no, so because my mum isn't, my mum's not like that at all. My yeah. mum's just like. Well, oh, that's what I mean. That's what yeah. I mean. Because like your mum's white, and like yeah. as a white working class, there isn't as much like because we've got to get out of this. You know, like white working class culture is a culture in itself. But it, yeah, because everyone's got a token rich auntie or whatever yeah. on either side. So on my mum's side was a one of she's she's what one of three sisters. One's passed away, but the one that passed away, she. Um, Married someone who I had, I thought he was just born with, but apparently he worked really hard and he's like owned like director of a million companies and had loads of money. And then my cousins went to private school, so and they have they have horses and what? vineyards. Yeah, what? but horses she, is key. Like yeah. if you have a horse, like that's like just, even you miss vineyards, mate. Vineyards. In the wake, there was horses at the back, and they had like an entire block of Parmesan cheese. Like these <laughs> hired these Italian caterers because they love Italy, but she did like loads of business and stuff. Yeah, it was mad, and it was also mad because then they were like, "You must be Virginia's kids," because we were the only brown people. <laughs> they were like, oh, you must be Virginia's kids. I've never been to a funeral with an entire block of Parmesan cheese. No, no. I don't like no. horses. That's living. That yeah, well, like, I was just like, "What is this?" But yeah, because my, they all we were on the farm, so she's just like. 
she's the rebel woman, you know, mm. she left the farm to find a black man. Because <laughs> there wasn't any in a tiny village. Do you know what I mean? I so would watch the sitcom. <laughs> so she's not the kind of pushy parent. She had three kids out of wedlock, never lived with a man. She's just like, as long as you're having a nice time and don't mm. get mud on the floor, I'm happy. So you can't relate. <laughs> African mom cannot relate yeah, at all. Yeah, because I, th- I, I, like, I think even... Because my brother, he's always like, oh, I'm, I'm always like failing at stuff because, you know, push me and dad doesn't push me. And he had a friend who lived across the road. He was born in London, but his mum's African and she's a single mum. And she was always like, come on, do this, do that. And now he lives in London and, and went to uni and he's a graphic designer. And was like, if you just pushed me, it's like, just push yourself. So like, <laughs> <laughs> I mean, everyone's got an excuse, haven't they? Yeah. So, yeah. Um, but yeah, I, I, I've seen the difference in terms of, yeah. Yeah, I sometimes think, oh, maybe if my mum... So when my mum... I mean, she's been here so long, but being here, and same with my dad, they, I mean, there was a, we'd, we'd watch Desmond's and we'd, like, we did have a sense of our blackness and whatever. And my mum, who actually is sometimes... She's usually mistaken for, like, maybe... Well, we went to Morocco and everyone's like, yeah, hey, you're Moroccan, because that's kind of... Like, she's from South America. But she identifies as black, and um, it's really important to her. But um, I'd say that they still kind of assimilated in lots of ways. So it's very much kind of we were, were British and yeah. let's act British. And so she's she's always said the pressure that my cousins had in Venezuela to like do certain things. She'd be like, well, you know, get married, have kids, and all that. Yeah. Stuff. She's like, I just want you guys to be happy. You know, I've moved here. I can't expect you to grow up how people and and live the way people do yeah and so she's always said that and so yeah for her it was kind of but now i do think secretly she's like oh god (laughs) no honestly i honestly think that because she'll sometimes say yeah i mean do you remember when you did that um that masters you didn't do anything with it you can take the the mum out of Venezuela. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, she's like, not not planning, not got any plans for anything that anytime soon. No, mum. I just learn for the sake of learning. No, she's not happy. So yeah, so deep down, she's thinking, but she's. I think for her, she's like, I have to hold back because yeah, I brought my kids up here and like they should be free. Yeah. <laughs> I definitely didn't have that when I was younger growing up. My mum has definitely softened in her older age. But um, luckily I have, luckily or not, I have one successful sister. So um, the pressure is me slightly. So it's like take, but then it's also like more heat because it's just like, well, you know. Like she did it. She did it. <laughs> but um, my sister's the Beyonce and I'm the Solange. Like, I'm the yeah, you're the cool one. Cool, fun one. It's like, oh yeah, but I'm really underground and niche. Exactly. I'm going to get my um, seat at the table moment. Don't yeah. You <laughs> but um, yeah. That's How the point of it. I only okay. have the one, like me, it's just me and my sister. So, and okay. we're really close in age as well. So it's like hard to not. Okay. Oh, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> we sometimes we talk about being the middle child yeah we're the middle child so Ooh. I feel like that plays in a part as well because I don't know you're just there to pick up everyone else's yeah. <laughs> the one above and the one below <laughs> <laughs> you've got you got a brother is it just a brother yeah so well I grew up being the oldest yeah but I wasn't do 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 Classic. <laughs> Classic estate drums, right? Yeah, no, I knew I had a brother, but I never met him, and it was almost like he wasn't... We didn't have pictures of him or anything. I'm really sorry if he's listening, because he sounds shit. Um, Love you. Yeah. Love you, bad man. <coughs> no. So, yeah, found out I had a, a... Well, didn't find out, but met him later yeah. when he, he chose to kind of get in touch with us. Okay. But, yeah, it's weird, because now I spent my whole life being the oldest. Yeah. Now I'm not. I'm the middle and I've got two brothers, so I'm like the one girl. It, it, it's strange. It's strange. Yeah. strange. Actually, that, that makes me think, because I'm the middle child twice, as I love always going about. <laughs> so there's my sister. Huh? So there's my mum <laughs> had my sister to my dad. Okay. And then she had me and then my brother. So we've all got the same dad. Right. But then in between that, my dad's had another daughter to someone else, between me and my sister, then another daughter to someone else. It was his friend's best friend. Oh, and his friend's girlfriend. What is all this scandal? Um, in between me and my brother. So I'm like, 
the middle of three and we're also the middle of five. So there's like a, a, a an X. <coughs> yeah, with me and you're in, in the middle. And one of like one of my house sisters, even though I always knew she existed and lived in because one of them lives in the northeast and the other one lives in Manchester, but I didn't meet until she was like in her early twenties and wanted to maybe a bit young. No, I think that's right. And wanted to meet the family, which is weird because she lives not far from my grandma. Um and I think I thought I was lucky because even though she's from Vernage, you know, that's like where the Gallagher's are from, very working class. Um, <laughs> but all her other siblings are white. And um, because she never had that side of the family, I always felt lucky that I got to go to my grandma's mm. from being a baby and yeah. know that side of the family. Um, and your mum loves like. Yeah, <laughs> my mum loves, loves it. She loves it. She, she just loves, loves, it. loves She loves all that. Loves she a bit of curry goat. Loves she a bit of curry goat. <laughs> yeah, she, she does. She does. She just does agony. Um, but yeah, so I feel like that, on that side, because obviously she looks very different to the rest of her family, because you can mm. see that's where I like, oh, that's your mum. And then that's that's the whole another set of trauma yeah. to deal with. Yeah, but... So I'm kind of glad that even though my dad's a waste man. Oh, Relatable. Even the first, to be like, oh, I know. Um, <laughs> but yeah. So, but yeah. Yeah, what was my point? Just that it's nice to be in touch with that side as a, as a mixed race person. Um, have you, I don't know why I'm interviewing you on your own podcast, <laughs> out of curiosity, have you been back to Jamaica? Well, no, another waste my dad's story. Okay. Um, so it's like a therapy session. You go back. Tell, tell us about your father. My grandma was going back, yeah. and then a few, maybe like five or six years ago, the whole family were going back to the point where they planned they were all going to wear white outfits, Ooh. and all like, whatever family were, like cousins and that, distant cousins. And then they were like, oh, he's coming then. So I mean, my brother's like, what? They're like, oh, did your dad not say? And then oh, they were like, no. of course he didn't. Oh, why did we even trust yeah. him? Because oh, no. he, he just didn't ask us. And we were like, okay, but it was too late for us then to like book a, a, book a holiday to Jamaica. So the whole family went? Yeah. Except oh, my dad. Did. Just like my granddad went. Maybe my granddad went. Not similar. And he never like went Can't anywhere. But yeah. What did he say? Sorry. He's just like, oh, I did I not mention it? Like, no, you know he didn't. Um, but yeah, but I do want to go. Um, but yeah, it was just funny. It was like, okay, I I haven't been to Saint Lucia. My dad, I know my dad has been back. We have been, I've been to Venezuela a few times, although not gonna ever go like again probably because <laughs> it's not in a good good place right now. But um, yeah, and it's interesting. Cause I think we've talked, we've maybe talked about this before, but having a dad who is very obviously Afro-Caribbean and a mum who's kind of looks a bit ambiguous um, but I was brought up by my mum mostly from, from the age of 11 like so it for me even though I look at so people will obviously be like oh when you're Afro-Caribbean that's what that's I'm always conscious that actually well my mum brought me up my Latin American side is very important to me yeah so you don't want that to get like lost hate, yeah I hate the thought of it getting lost and so I've never really had any desire to go to the Caribbean. It's only, but I think that's possibly just like because <laughs> you touch us. <laughs> Maybe that's daddy issues as well. Yeah. But also, kind of, yeah. So I, I used to sort of make the point. Oh, I'm, oh, I don't want to go anyway. Actually, you, yeah. now now that I'm coming to terms with your dad, <laughs> Black Panther's kind of helping me think about you know let's my roots all and all that. Like, yeah. 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 Oh my god, let's go. We have to have a chase. Do you think they'll do like a full, full tourist package? Yeah. But, um, yeah, so now I'm kind of thinking, oh, I should go. Do you stay with go. family when you go to Ghana? Yeah, so my sister moved out there a few years ago because she got a good job with, like, a fancy company. So oh. she's so she's living a weird expat lifestyle <laughs> in, like, the country she is from. I feel like she, she's... You, there's no point in trying to be successful. She's successful. That's and it. Moved exactly. Back to where she's exactly. From. And is like getting paid like white people. Yeah. She's she's colonizing her own country. <laughs> basically. That's just she's bringing it. Right yeah. Exactly. Also. So um, I usually just stay with my sister because she's rich. And um, or like my mum and obviously like my mum's got like their family home, so like yeah. aunts and uncles and cousins all stay there and stuff like that. So I sort of like flip between the two. And even that, like, lifestyle-wise is completely different. Like, my mum's got, like, a nice house and whatever. Yeah. But then I go to my sister's house and it's, like, aircon in every room, a pool on the roof. Like, she's got a chef and a driver and this and this and this. But is that because she grew up 
here and then gone back with a it's exactly different isn't it yeah exactly but then even though my mum lived in the UK for 30 years you know so um, but she's gone back now and just sort of just gone back into that lifestyle yeah obviously with like you know some certain comforts from home that yeah. She's always like, hey, can you bring me some Radox? <laughs> <laughs> or, or whenever I go visit, she literally makes me bring like a suitcase full of stuff. She made me bring like sugar once. She's like, can you get me some sugar and some flour? I, mean, I, I was like, like, I feel a bit like weird having like sugar. kilograms of white powder in my suitcase. <laughs> also, I don't know, I feel like sugar's just a... It's just like, yeah. that, that's a sitcom. It's just like stuff like that. In My mum in Ghana wanted to bring some sugar back. Can yeah, exactly. <laughs> so just like From little comforts like that. Exactly. <laughs> it's mad. Um, so yeah, obviously like little comforts like that. Yeah. Like they just still things, yeah. like, but um, yeah, my sister's got like a real fancy house and whatever. So it's a completely different lifestyle to the one that my mum grew up with in Ghana as well. Yeah. But there is like a wave in Ghana. There is a wave of like our generation going back there and doing that. Because yeah. there are like, all these different opportunities and so they're like a new a new middle class yeah i guess in which i think they're above middle class they're like low-key which is even the fucking then, bourgeoisie like whole, that'd be a whole episode <laughs> yeah. where yeah. parents come over mm. have children and it would be seen as working class in the uk yeah and then go back and they're above middle class yeah and they don't like my yeah my sister's definitely like sort of surpassed my mom any the any money my mom's ever earned you know yeah and um so it's it so and now she's got kids as well and it's like so what are they? What Yeah. <laughs> they're little like, little they're... Tory babies. <laughs> <laughs> that's what they're gonna and be. Then, yeah, they come back over here, they'd be like, Whoa. Yeah, exactly. So that's that's crazy. It is a weird thing. Even yeah, because I suppose class is different everywhere. Mm. Even like America, it's very but I think they... Oh we haven't got time for that one no. soon. No. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry again. Yeah, too much, wait, too much there. <laughs> Too much time yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm not, I'm not, I'm not open that kind of way. <laughs> what kind of brother? Um, yeah, does anybody have what anything got? else? To what else we got? I don't know. You got any more anecdotes? <laughs> 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 any, any more famous people that you know? Oh, yeah. Uh, I don't know. I'm trying to think. Just pork pie. Oh, it's a big place. It's the one. It wasn't until I came out of that bubble, like like I said, when I came up to uni up north, I was like, whoa. Did you come, where did you go to uni? Stoke. Lol. <laughs> <laughs> so I'm like, I want to know where in the north, so was it like a city? Technically so, the Midlands, the Midlands. Yeah, but so also kind of north. Yeah, but anything in it, anything above Watford Gap is the north. Yeah, right. Yeah. It's got a northern like mentality. Though, exactly. So. It's, yeah, it's yeah. in the Midlands, but it's very, yeah. Yeah, well that's it. It is very working class, industrial, whatever. Luke and Boot, yeah, and like, it's got, it's, but it is, it is a different kind of work. It's, for me, I was just like, whoa. But I think, yeah, even for me, I probably think, you know, it's because I've obviously grown up in a city, mm. so that's different. Stoke is a city, city, just not Manchester, yeah, obviously. Like, but it's, yeah, but uh, like, multi, I can imagine it's not as multicultural as. Um, <laughs> no. <laughs> like, you know, when my sister went to Norwich and she had to come to get her hair cut. <laughs> there was one hair shop in Stoke. Yeah, but. Yeah, so I think it's quite a few Asian families, but yeah, it's very, it's, it's quite white, low key a bit EDL as well. Yeah, but, you know, that's the thing, isn't yeah, it? Another it's episode like, right there. Yeah. yeah, different kind of where you grew up in terms of class as well. Did you anybody see the Professor Green? Um, oh, you, you, oh, yes. hey, where's you my brother? He was coming at three. Is that our five? Sorry, speaking, speaking of, of working class class males, <laughs> waistband dancers, <laughs> waistband brothers. So the a little bit from what you both said, for the record that I'm pointing, so they don't care me. Yeah. Um, so he talked about when he was growing up. Obviously, Professor Green is white. Um, he was the only white kid in his class, and he grew up in Hackney. So he didn't. He knew he was poor. But he didn't really think of himself as white and this idea of white working class. So now, as he's gotten older, and he, so he did this series where he was talking to all these different working class um, white young guys. So they're like all in their twenties, and he was explaining lots of like it was a real learning thing for me to listen to him saying what he was saying because he didn't almost identify it as that. He he said he just felt like. In London, because it was in a city and everybody just sort of knew everybody's culture, kind of. Yeah, Do you know, everybody was from different areas. Like in the north, especially. It's still like, really segregated. That's what I found when I was here as well. Yeah, and 
like, well, you know, so I'm from a super white working class town, very EDL, <laughs> it's one of those, um, and there was one black person in our entire school, and this is a wild story, but this is true, we had a special assembly when he joined our school, <laughs> right, so he moved over from Nigeria, so we had a special assembly. What? <laughs> Def. This didn't really happen. I feel like somebody else had that. He, when the one black person came to school. Yeah, it was crazy, right? So we had this special assembly, and there was a map on the wall, and it was here is Nigeria. Here is Wakanda. <laughs> here is, you know, and his mum came in. So his mum was explaining, and his mum was dressed very traditionally, and people were like, you know, why do you wear those clothes? And like, it, this is was a crazy. nightmare. Yeah. <laughs> like, it's fucking crazy. Like, I've spoken to other people in my school since about this. Well, that really happened. Like, that was. <laughs> you thought you was, imagined it. Yeah. <laughs> like, <laughs> just dreaming this. That was the early 90s. But this poor kid man came over to live in Doncaster. <laughs> <laughs> and we had a special assembly. Yeah, that's, about that's crazy. Where Nigeria is. You know what is the culture? Like twenty percent of my school was Nigerian. Like, <laughs> crazy, right? But that's that's what it's like in in the north. It's like wow. So imagine the, you know, the experience. Of, I'd love to hear how he would tell that story. Yeah, um, God. You know, to say he probably tells his therapist every week. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 Uh, even, yeah. You're saying like even north because I think I grew up in Manchester because obviously my mum is from near where you're from. Him. Hence, that's why I shared Donny last night. So she could, uh, you know, go to the soul clubs. <laughs> it wasn't happening. Yeah, not really any of that going on. <laughs> um, but yeah, because I think when I wrote for Brown Girls, I, I, I was growing up, all the people I knew that weren't white, and then as I got older, that lessened. Because in school, all my best friends were like, either like Chinese or um, mixed race Caribbean or African, and their parents were like, direct immigrants so to me it was like oh yeah these are just everybody's got a different story and things like that and like going around to people's houses for tea and it'd be and then like if their mum was in like traditional dress or something you wouldn't be like oh my god what's yeah. going on it's like, like oh, it's not wrong. yeah and then they awesome. and then they start speaking not english to their parents you wouldn't be like <sighs> What do you happening? Yes. He's just like, yeah, yeah, it's, it's all right. Yeah. It's literally, yeah. yeah. <laughs> like, have you read um, The Good Immigrant? Yes. Yeah. Oh, no, I've not read it. I've oh. not read it. Oh. We went to the talk, didn't we? Oh, yeah. 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 We went to the talk recently as well. Yeah, but we thought, I haven't read it yet. But, but like, that's good because it just shows, obviously, so many differences. And yeah. But there's yeah. so many similar scenarios. Like, I remember reading one of the stories in it, um, a friend of mine wrote, Kieran, wrote hers, and she talks about going back to, like, the village in India and stuff, and I was reading it just like, this could be anywhere. Like, yeah. I can relate so hard to it, even though it was, I, I'm i not Indian, yeah. but I relate so hard to a lot of it, and but so I, I feel like it's very similar to <laughs> It's the same with, between like, a lot stories of kids about class and growing up. Mm. Even if you grow up in London or in the Midlands or in, like, Donny, there'd be very... What like wild differences in your stories, but then there'd be something like yes, yeah, yes, definitely. I can see that. Oh yeah, that time when that happened, yeah, that used to happen to us. Mm. I remember going to that when we went to that good immigrant talk. Who? What was the name of the guy who was in EastEnders? Tamwa. Yeah, and he was talking about growing up in Cambridge. Oh yeah, because they, they moved to like a and little village. Ooh, and I said well, that's what it was like. <laughs> where they were like, I mean, I think his was really really tiny. Yeah, where but yeah, like, who's this new family that have moved in? Let's <laughs> have an assembly. <laughs> We didn't, we didn't have an assembly. I don't think we weren't the first. <laughs> exactly. We only had the assembly, maybe. We've already had the assembly. Like, we don't there will be assembly. a black here tomorrow. Yeah. Like, yeah. Oh, God. Oh, again, another one. But it's interesting because my parents left London because, I mean, they were living in Bethnal Green, um, which is crazy to think because by the time I got to be to do my GCSE geography, we did a case study on Bethnal Green and how <laughs> rough it was. And all that. um, and like, that's, 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 that's where I'm kind of from. <laughs> but um, so that my parents left London with this idea that oh, we need to get out of you know urban like Sydney. Yeah. Let's let's, let's uh, do well by going to the countryside. <laughs> that's what you do when you're British. It's even worse But I mean, we didn't move to like obviously they couldn't afford to move anywhere. <laughs> Posh. <laughs> so we just moved to like 
you know, a little town in in the East Midlands. But I think for them, they'd made it because. We had a house with a garden. That's what my my yeah. mum did the same. Like we grew up, like I grew up in the States and then my mum um, got a council house and like bought that. And then she eventually sold it and then moved out to like Bedfordshire yeah. and bought like a really beautiful house in the middle of nowhere while I was at uni. So I came home from uni and I was like, um... <laughs> what the fuck? What do you mean there's no kind of shop? But to her, she was like, made it. Yeah. Hashtag made it. made it. Yeah. <laughs> but I was just like, no, <laughs> not for me. <laughs> but, um, like I was, that was like what I was saying. Like that's a lot of immigrant kids, like uh, immigrant people, that like, that's their aspiration to like work hard yeah. and then get the lifestyle that they want. Yeah. Then, yeah, I suppose it's just it's generational as well, isn't it? Definitely. Like, I, don't, I don't want to. Although my big sister lived in London for however many years, and now she's moved back to the hometown with her husband and kids, oh, where oh. we were brought up. Yeah, yeah. But they're loving it. They're absolutely, lo- I mean, he still no. works in London, so he commutes, but she works from home. But the kids, I mean, they were brought up to the age of like five and mm. seven in in Croydon. I think they left the year. Croydon's not really London anyway. <laughs> <laughs> let's not get into that. I think compared to sorry, sorry. <laughs> the tiny town in yeah. it, it is. It is. It's yeah, it is. It is. Um, I'll never forget the first year they so I think there were the, the, the riots in Croydon and like the, I think mm. the next street along from them like just went up in like the entire street was burned down. Whoa. And um and my sister was just like at the window crying. And then so I think the first year they were back in my, our hometown, um, they went to there's there's the annual duck race, and do you have one in Manchester? Yeah. Is it? <laughs> so it's like even I'm like what the fuck? Annual duck race. You put like, so like rubber ducks. Yeah. And like you put like you like pay your fifty p. We paid one last year for some. And then the, the town like the mayor is a town like starts the race like lets yeah, all the ducks go, go oh, along the ducks going. in the river. <laughs> Wow. And like it's a massive like day out and like we just like... watch TV. <laughs> <laughs> so I'll never forget we were at this stupid duck race and my brother-in-law was just like looking around. <laughs> this is where I live now. <laughs> like, the kids loved it. They were just like running From around Rwanda here, like, to to yeah, <laughs> to Bert and Latimer. <laughs> and I remember just thinking, what? What's he, what's, he, what's he thinking? That this is like a day out? This is the big day, the annual day out, and everything's really excited And there was no breeze, the ducks didn't move anywhere. <laughs> it's just oh, like, so shit. are they duck ducks or like rubber duckies? Rubber duckies. Oh, okay. did it in Manchester in the country. I thought it was like ducks. Sorry. No, like, no, like no, quack no, ducks. Like, take it down a bit. Rubber ducks, and you can like decorate your rubber ducks. I don't oh, know. you can't I'm, do that. Oh, that's what happens in Manchester. I like the way you went, it was in Manchester in the canal. <laughs> Because kept doing bridge to it, and then he started doing it in Manchester, but yeah, in, in the canal. So <laughs> I was like, stood over, like, in Salford Sulf- Town vibes. Thing going, oh, look at the dogs yeah. in the canal. I was like, pissing it down. You're like, well. Well, at least they moved. I don't know if they did. They've just sunk <laughs> from the rain. <laughs> but, yeah. But, yeah, so it is interesting that like, my sister's gone back, and the kids are loving it. Um, although she said. But do you think they, when they'll get older, they'll be like, this is boring, nothing happens here? Well, that's the thing. Yeah. And also, inter- like, identity wise, because yeah. it wasn't until we were, I was in my 20s and I was suddenly like, oh my god, you know, the way we were brought up, where we were brought up. Is it more diverse now? Or is it it's more now? diverse now. Not that much more, but a bit, it is more, much more diverse now. Maybe double the families. I walk down the street and see, like, on the other side of the road, a black woman with her kids, and I'll be like, to this podcast on soundcloud and also itunes leave us a review too we love those for more on paulas head to paulas.com or find us across all social on at paulas thanks everyone see you soon for another good chat